Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. It's so good to be with you during these last few days of 2020. This year has been unlike any we've known before, and when it comes to earning money, freelancing has taken over the world. In fact, According to a recent statistic, 12% of the U.S. workforce started freelancing just since COVID, and there are in total about 57 million freelance workers in the U.S. You might actually be one of them. But listen, here's what you need to know about freelancing. Managing your money from taxes to savings and everything in between can be really tough. So on this episode, Lilac Bar David, co-founder and CEO of Lilly, The all-in-one banking app designed just for freelancers is sharing tips and tricks you need to know as a freelancer to manage your money easily and effectively. You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Come to Game. 
where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna, money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. You love every episode about freelancing, and there have been some great ones like the one with Nikayla from the Side Hustle Pro podcast back in February, where she shared how to build a side hustle empire. It's probably one of the most downloaded episodes. So if you haven't listened, go to the show notes. I'll make sure and link it up there. But the point is freelancing and side hustling or whatever you want to call it, it's here to stay. In fact, I actually think it's probably going to become the norm. And that's not a bad thing. Having a side hustle or freelancing is such a great way to dramatically change your finances. But take it from me, someone who has been freelancing and side hustling for, I had to really think about this, but I think it is almost two decades The money stuff can be really tough. And there's so many questions like how much do you put away for taxes? How do you save when you don't know exactly how much you're going to make? And how do you figure out what you can and can't deduct off your taxes? And probably a million more questions. But thanks to technology and mobile banking apps like Lily, they're doing the work for you, which I just secretly am really in love with. But I'm going to let Lilac tell you more about Lily and just what you need to know as a freelancer so you don't have to sweat all the money stuff. Let's jump into the show. We're talking about uh, one of my favorite subjects, which is entrepreneurship, uh, freelance. I, I tell people I've been really an entrepreneur, I think, since birth. <laughs> That's I, I amazing. Yeah, I haven't really known anything different. And it's just what I relate to. Always, I'm always coming up with ideas, seeing everything as sort of a solvable challenge, if you will. But, you know, I'm curious from your perspective, what do you think draws people to being an entrepreneur or a freelancer? What is the enticement? I think it's definitely about the freedom Like if you think about the word freelancers, it's all about freedom. So you can control your time. You can control your um, customer base, whatever you want to do, whatever you love to do. So I think it's all about the balance between work and life that you can do, whether it's working from home or from a a small office. I think overall, it's about being an independent worker. Right. And I think you you hit the nail on the head, that word of, of freedom. I think for so many people, I think that's why we're seeing movements in uh, whether it's the fire movement or people wanting to start all sorts of different, if you want to call them side hustles or whatever they might be around the world is, is people are really, I think, embracing this idea of, of balance in life. And, and uh, I'm curious about your perspective, but I think we used to be around the world, a society that was just like, you got to work, work, work at the same job for however many years, and then you stop working and maybe you'll live a few more years and then life's over with. And I think new generations and maybe it's technology, I don't know, is really coming in and changing that. Definitely. I think, you know, millennials, they get it. You know, from their point of view, they saw their parents working very hard and not having a lot of balance in their lives. And I think, you know, they wanted to do things differently. 
I think they also expressed their concerns from economic point of view because they saw the all of those different crises in the history and they didn't want to be just dependent on one source of income so they wanted to, to take back control and um, not just on on balance and time and so on but also about their income their money and and it, even if you look at generation z it's even even better there so like definitely they are all for independent work. They're all for diversification of income and they're all for balance in general. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, this year has been really rough. So many of my friends who are entrepreneurs or freelancers are s- struggling and, and certainly in different industries are affected differently. What are some of the the pain points that you see freelancers face when it comes to their personal finances? Like where are those sort of landmines that pop up? So I think it's definitely a challenge. Um, A lot of people, when they move from a nine to five to becoming an independent, whether it's in addition to a part-time job or full-time freelancers, they don't understand what it means to manage your own business. So, you know, there, there is a lot of aspects that you have to think about um, from, a, you know, just working or offering a service and then having a customer base, getting paid and managing through your expenses and paying your taxes and so on and so forth. So like there are a lot of different aspects that you have to take care of in addition to actually doing whatever you love to do best. So when you think about it from our point of view, it was about how can we how can we face those challenges? How can we be supportive? How can we empower those freelancers so we can just try to do everything for them and that they will just do the thing? So a lot of them are struggling with, you know, tracking their expenses, whether those are deductibles or right. not. And, you know, some of them are just keeping receipts in a box and, and losing track of of all of those different items and, and losing money. So they, you know, you know, they're losing money from a taxes point of view. And also when we, we faced some of them, which was really, really interesting, they could be very, 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 um, from economic point of view, very educated, but they don't want to invest the time and effort. So like by the end of the year, they have no clue how much income they made. What is the, the overall amount of taxes they have to pay? And did they save money aside to pay those taxes and so on and so forth? So a lot of different challenges that they are facing alone as a business. And I think the 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 maybe beautiful part of of what you've created with with Lily is that technology has been able to help an entrepreneur or freelancer do all of those things in a much a much better way. Where do you think the role of, of technology has come come into to enhance this, um, you know, managing of everything for for entrepreneurs and freelancers? I think it's it's definitely about simplicity. So how can we build a product that can actually work for you, and you don't feel that you have to work for the product, which <laughs> is something that technology can offer if you design it correctly and and you understand the use case and what you customers would love to do and what they hate to do. And from our point of view, at like if you take back like 10 years ago, everybody wanted to create the best app, the best solution for a specific pain point. So you had the best app for invoicing and then the best app for expense management and then the best app for tax filing 
and and just a one man as a freelancer had to handle all of those different aspects of of those application and pay individually and aggregate all of the data and so on which means that you have to work for the product and when we generated lily and we thought about the concept we thought that it's a one man show and we have to generate just a product that fits all of the different challenges in in one solution so you don't have to pay individually and you don't have to work with different apps and different up and and different products you will have just everything in just one place and also it was about how do we make sure that you have an enjoyable experience so if you have to log into an application once a month and go through a lot of different lines and expenses and so on you hate it and <laughs> for more point of view, it was about how do we create an experience that we will actually love to do when you feel like you don't have an effort of doing that on a normal basis it's just fun and simple and it keeps you back from control and and it's and it's so easy so you would actually enjoy using it and i think what i love about that as as an entrepreneur myself i know that you are when you're a freelancer entrepreneur your job is to create stuff or to solve problems and so your mind is is all over the place and when you think about money so many entrepreneurs and freelancers, like that's the piece that somewhat falls apart because you're right, like it's all scattered around and you've got you've got all of these different pieces that you're trying to manage and somehow money just, <laughs> it's important, but it, it always, those tasks like always fall um, by the wayside. And you, you mentioned taxes, which is obviously a big one for, for entrepreneurs or freelancers or anyone who's making sort of extra money. I, I from your from your research and from like putting Lily together, are there any like typical, if you will, money mistakes that you see freelancers or entrepreneurs make? Definitely. I think, you know, it's all about paying attention to all of those different details that you have to know when you're managing a business. So one of the things that we saw all across is the fact that people don't save for taxes. So money hits the account. They have money in the account, they just spend it. But not all of that money is theirs. You know, some of it is, you know, is due by taxes. So one of the biggest mistakes is not saving for taxes. And by the end of the year, you actually have to either borrow money to pay your taxes. Or if you had a, an investment, you know, break that in order to pay your taxes. So that's a pain point, which is so easy to solve. And that is why we created the, the tax bucket, which is automatically set aside a percentage and whenever an income hits the account, we take that specific percentage and move it into the bucket. So you will always know your true balance. So if you have a balance in the account, it's safe to spend it because, you know, you already put aside the taxes and you're not in a situation that you don't have money by the end of the year to pay that. Another issue is, you know, knowing how, you know, the, the different items that you can deduct as a financer. And there is a difference between one occupation to another. So what we are trying to do is, is first to help you make sure that you track everything. So you, you never lose a receipt, you never lose an expense because it's all in real time. You swipe the card, we automatically categorize your transaction. And you the only thing you have to do is tell us if it's work or life, it's personal or business. And we invest a lot in content. So we wanna make sure that you have all of those different resources so you will be aware of what can you deduct and what can't you. And, you know, we want to help you maximize your deductibles. And, and in order to do that, 
you know, we're generating a lot of content to help you by the end of the year saving tax because nobody likes to pay taxes more than they should. <laughs> yes, exclamation mark on that one. Uh, I want to go back to taxes in just a second, but you, you talk about deductions, which is also really important. Are there any uh, like overlooked deductions that you see a lot of people forget that they could actually take that as a deduction? Uh, you know, it's 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 common that people forget about deductions in general. So, like you know the the normal stuff, but then you when you go into the details, so like expenses on software that you can deduct or um, it, whether it's travel for a specific conference, which now can be virtual and, and so on. So like with different occupations, we have created a special edition uh, on our blog and the, also the content is available within the app. So within every special uh, occupancy, you, you have those specific deductibles that are dedicated for that specific segment. And we want to make sure that you are aware. So we are giving you a lot of different examples so you will connect. Ah, I saw that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's a deductible. So I need to make sure that I don't forget that. And so on and so forth. So like there is so much you have to know. And especially now during COVID, there were so many different resources that were available to freelancers and nobody could even track all of those different resources. So we saw our job of actually empowering the freelancers, educating them and making sure that they don't fall into, you know, all of those different steps and making sure that they are aware of all of those different resources that are available for them. Yeah, that's so important. And you're so right. It's, it's easy to, uh, there's so much information, I should say, coming at you that it's hard to keep it all straight. So I love that you, you pulled that all together and you're really helping uh, freelancers figure that out. Going back to taxes really quick. So the, the tax bucket, how does it figure out because this is a question I get quite often, how does it figure out what is the correct percentage that you should put aside for taxes? Is there some like general rules around that or how are you deriving that? In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. That's why you listen to this podcast. 
When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. 
And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. It is Tuesday, and that means it's time for another Ask Shauna. This one comes from Taylor. Hello, I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now, and I really love how open and honest you are about talking about money because it's caused me nothing but anxiety and stress, and I'm slowly starting to have a better relationship with my money and having open conversations with my money, so thank you. My question is, my husband and I have a lot of credit card debt, and we're tackling first before we save for our next step in our lives. Once the cards are paid off, is it true that creditors close accounts if you don't use them? We have about 12 cards between the two of us, and I don't want to pay them off just to use them again. Please help. Thank you. Taylor, I'm so excited to have you join us on the podcast, and I'm even so excited to just hear that you're slowly starting to get in a better relationship with your money. It takes time. It took me years to get the whole mindset thing down around money and to understand how powerful that was to achieving my goals. So if you're already getting it, you are like an A student. And this is a great question and really a a much debated one. I've seen it hit or miss with people, especially if they have a lot of credit cards, but they have zero debt. If they do end up canceling your card, I suggest calling them immediately and seeing if you could get your credit line reinstated if that's what you want to do. Many companies will do this, but you kind of got to be on top of it once they end up closing it. To just avoid this whole like cancellation altogether, I suggest just put some regular activity on your cards. You could space it out, but it doesn't have to be much. Think about putting your Netflix or your Hulu subscription fees on the card or things that could be easily paid off every month, like a simple coffee visit or gas each month, like little tiny expenses. But that will just show the creditors that you're still accessing that credit line, which at the end of the day, that's what they want. They want to just get in the position where you're so tempted that you end up putting more credit card debt on because, again, that's how they make their money and they're not really looking out for you. So I want to look out for you. And a lot of this journey about mindset and paying off debt and then getting to the place where you're not going to get back in debt is really reframing the way you think about spending money, maybe the what you attach to the things that you buy. I mean, this is a whole other Ask Shauna question, but just a couple of things for you to keep in mind. Again, I always say like, just put something small on the card that you can pay off because this programs your mind that you can pay it off without any interest charges. And you're kind of training your brain to realize that this is only going to be the charge every month on this card. That's it. Meaning you're you're sending a message that, hey, brain, we're not using this card for anything else. This is what we're using it for. We're using it just to keep this line of credit open. And all of these little brain tricks, they may seem really silly, but they are effective because if you look at how habits and patterns are developed, it's these little, little tricks over and over and over again. Again, if you decide not to use your cards, just... Make sure that you check your credit score regularly so you can stay on top of these credit lines when maybe they might be canceled, and then you can get a feel for how this might impact your score. I think a lot of people 
get really, really nervous because obviously one of the factors of your credit score is the amount available credit versus the amount used. So if cards start canceling, it starts shrinking that ratio and potentially could really drag down your credit score. But it also depends on what season of life you're in. Maybe you're in a a time right now where you don't need to use a lot of credit. And if some of those cards go away, maybe it's okay. Maybe it still leaves you in a good position with your credit score. And then when you need to access more credit, maybe you open another card or who knows? I mean, there's lots of ways to slice and dice this. But really, at the end of the day, I just want to send you a big congrats that if you're on this journey to pay off your cards, it's a huge achievement. And any encouragement that I can give you to just keep going little by little, I certainly want to do that for you. So hey, listen, if you haven't asked Sean a question just like Taylor, it's super easy. Head on over to the link in the show notes or you can head to our website, mmoneypodcast.com, and you'll find the Ask Shauna spot right on our homepage. We'll be tackling an Ask Shauna every Tuesday, and I want to help answer your question. So uh, it's actually a great question because we are just uh, releasing a feature, uh, in, I think it's going to be next week that we will help you decide on the percentage. For now, we we have a default and you can change that. But what we have introduced to the product right now is a personalization experience that you tell us how much income you're gonna make or you're expecting to make within the coming year. And we already know uh, some of the other details like your state um, and so on. So, and we just calculate based on the, on the tax brackets um, how much percentage you have to keep and, you know, always keep on the best side, like maybe a little bit more. So it will be on the safe side. Right. Safe side's always good when we're talking about taxes. <laughs> uh, so yeah. how does Nobody th- likes surprises. No, no. And I've too many people have had surprises, with, you know, the panic look on their face. There's nothing worse than like, wait, I owe what? Uh, yeah, there, that is never, never a good moment. Uh so then how would you, if you're if you're an entrepreneur or freelancer, let's say you have a separate accountant or CPA, how does that then factor into using Lily? So in what we want to do is make your life easier. So even if you're working with an accountant, you have to, you know, aggregate all of the data for him. So, you know, your monthly right. income, all of the different expenses, the categories, the receipts and so on. So what we have generated is on a quarterly basis, you will get a report from us with all of the different items. So like on a monthly basis, your income, the different expenses, all of the categorized to the right uh, IRS category and so on. So the only thing you have to do is just mail the accountant that specific report and you're done. It saves so much time <laughs> and and Crazy. probably it's money like too. 80 yeah. or 90% of the work. Yeah. A lot of money. Yeah. People are actually feedbacking us like, I'm saving on my taxes. I'm so happy. Like, you know, saving on taxes make people so happy. It's incredible. Yeah, I, I spend a lot of money every month on my accountant who just does my taxes. So a- any amount of money that you can save, I think, is is always, always a win. Uh, I'm, I'm curious because you have this great like background in fintech and in startups and you're obviously a female and you know that's a little bit of a, a tough market to be in. 
is there any lessons you can share with us that you've learned working with startups, like bringing Lily to life, that uh, you think maybe any other, especially female uh, entrepreneurs out there needs to know? I think first is about dream. You have to dream big. And you have to be connected. You have to love the product. You want to make an impact. So the bigger the impact, you know, the better it goes. And also it's about the people. It's about the culture. So like if you're working on and trying to build a company that will have a positive impact on the world, make sure that you have the right people with you that share that dream and share that that, that values, those values. And in the end, it's, it's going to be a long ride. And it's not an easy one. So make sure that you have your, you know, those people around you that support you and believe in the goals and, you know, wake up every morning with that specific goal to change the world. So going back to where we are in the world right now with COVID and so much uncertainty, why do you think that, that now is really the moment where the financial industry it needs to, you know, ante up, show support for freelance workers, like really help this this niche of workers. I think if you look at the statistics, twelve percent of the of the U.S. workforce started freelancing just from the beginning of COVID. So wow. people, in 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 some cases, it's out of necessity. In other cases, it's about diversifying their sources of income, not just being dependent on one employer and and making sure that they are they have a stable economic financing and from that point of view. So so I guess, you know, in in my opinion, if if the future of work for the US economy is financing, we should do our best to support them in every way. Not just about banking, you know, there are other categories that are important like insurance, which really is not offering but definitely it's something that we are trying to make sure that they they have resources and knowledge and saving for pension. So like there are a lot of different aspects of products that were built for a nine to five worker. And as the economy changes and as the economy shifts, all of those different products have to have the aspects of, of I'm, an, I'm an independent worker. What should I do? Yeah. What do you think the future of, of the freelance industry is going to be? Obviously, the next probably six months, we're going to be dealing with much of the same. But once we sort of roll out of COVID, hopefully, and have majority of the world vaccinated, do you think there will still be this growth in the freelance uh, industry? I believe so, because if you look at the the overall aspects of working from home and the fact that people were exposed to the different benefits of working from home, I think that they will choose freelancing as a, as their main source of income. And but even if they do that in addition, I think it it gives them the stability, it gives them the the empowerment and it's a long ride. And overall, you know, the that specific economy has evolved like at the beginning it was called gig economy and gig was something right. small, something niche. And now we have evolved to the freelance economy which is all about independence, empowerment, freedom, and so on. So even if you look at just that specific wording on side hustles to freelance and so on, I think it's here to stay. And I think it's changing the way that we are seeing work in in the future. 
I think you're right. And I think so many people now who have been working at home and maybe they've picked up other things on the side or maybe not, maybe they just are working at home and uh, are really enjoying <laughs> the benefits of this, of working kind of their own schedule, whatever it may be. I, I see a lot more people embracing this idea who previously thought, oh, I, I'm not a freelancer. I don't have those skills. I don't have that talent. So I definitely agree with you. I think that um, we're going to move far more in that direction. And, and technology is really helping that movement go forward. I mean, it's exciting to think about even if we even go back maybe five years ago, right? I, there weren't these um, apps and companies and, and technology to help people really manage their money. And and that has all changed. Definitely. And I think, you know, overall consumers, they, they appreciate it. They are willing to try new products and they trust you to help them within that specific journey. And I think that's amazing because it gives so many people different opportunities that they were not exposed to those opportunities before. And, and you know, everything else is changing. So why not the future of work? I, I, I agree with you so much. And I even thinking back to a few years ago when I was looking for a business banking account, like an online bank account, I honestly had a really tough time finding it and finding one. And uh, I think that's what's exciting about Lily is you're you're not only providing this great, very needed service, but you have all these other benefits that are really important for entrepreneurs. So other than the the tax bucket and um, you know a few other things we talked about, are there any other great features about Lily that that we should know about? Yeah, we we're definitely working on some amazing features. One of them is going to be an emergency an, an emergency fund bucket. So we want to help you save, Ooh. not just for taxes, but also for the unexpected. And we are going to do that in a very, very fun and, and different way. So we, we are definitely looking at how can we be supportive of the, the financial challenges that you're facing on the day-to-day -day routines? And how can we generate products that will help you face those challenges in a different way, in a better way, in an easy way? So that is one thing that is coming up soon. And there are definitely so many different features. We are trying to look at the, all of the different aspects of, of, of your day-to-day -day routines as an independent worker and looking on the different products that we can build to support you and empower you within that specific audience. We also just recently, two weeks ago, released a, a handbook with all of those different resources, which is available on our website. You can download the handbook. And it has so many different aspects of, of becoming independent and maintaining your freelance business on taxes and expenses and, and work-life balance and, and insurance and pension and so on. So like, it's definitely an amazing resource for everybody to, to have, like just read it and go back to it. And you, whenever you have a questions, hopefully all of the answers are there. And I think it's the, the only place that I know of that aggregate all of those different um, resources together, making sure that you are aware of all of those different aspects of maintaining your business and you take back control from that point of view. Well, I'm sold. I mean, anything that makes a life easier as an entrepreneur, I am all about. So I like to end each uh, interview with um, three favorite money questions. So I'd love to just get your responses. So number one, I just... 
I'd love to know what is your favorite money tip that you think everyone needs to know? Keep track of everything. So be always aware and, and know where you stand and what are your goals and save for it. What about a favorite thing you do if you had unlimited resources? Like what would you be doing with, with your life? Oh, traveling. I love exploring different countries, different cultures. It's so amazing to see how people live in, in different aspects. Um, so definitely traveling. Traveling is a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm like itching to get back to traveling. <laughs> oh, I miss it so much. It's crazy. I miss it too. Like, COVID has gave us so many different challenges and <laughs> we're facing it one by one. Right, right. Yeah, I guess if that's the worst thing that we face, not being able to travel at the end definitely. of the day, that's probably not so bad. Well, Lilac, this has been so, so fantastic. Tell the listeners where they can go to connect with Lily and sign up if they're interested. Definitely. So go to www.lily.co and get started. I so wish there were tools like Lily when I started freelancing because I just literally had to figure it all out myself and pay accountants a lot of money to help me along the way. And I still use an accountant, but tools like this, I think are just amazing to be able to have a bank account that is so smart, that literally helps you figure out how much to save, how to deal with taxes, everything about freelancer. It's just going to make your life so much easier. So share this episode with a friend or a family member, somebody that you know that is looking to get into freelancing or side hustling, do them a favor and pass it along. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. As always, I hope you have the most amazing day and I look forward to seeing you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. Hey you, yes, you, before you go, we wanna say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode.